0: folk, lend me your ears, for we have some great shows to address uh, you about today. So let us proceed forth with these wonderful wonders.
1: Our first stop takes us to the Tony Kaiser Theater and to Second Stage Theater's production
0: of To My Girls. What a wonderful modern play. Just fun. And Powerful. This kind of felt like a modern reimagining of the boys in the band, sort of. Okay. Uh, just in the, like, the relationship, a little bit in the subject matter. Um, okay. It's a beautiful play about confronting one's true self and being honest with oneself before you can be honest with others.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: You know, um, there were aspects about current issues a little bit, but it really was more about, like... Friends confronting friends. You know, no BS. Don't hide behind a glass screen. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the I love the beautiful realistic set. With, uh, it was a Palm Springs condo. I, I love that there were two pillows on the couch that were um, pillows of a Prozac pill and a Xanax pill. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, I need those. Like, fabulous. The lights were fantastic in creating the right moods and, and the time of day, which I know like sounds... Duh, but like, it felt realistic in this space. Like, we, we felt like we were, you know, I was like, oh my God, how long have we been in this theater? Like, it is morning. Good, look. you know. Um, Beautiful sunrises and sunsets were being depicted. And and, and active ones, too. It mm-hmm. wasn't stagnant. We saw the sunrise in okay. the back, which was brilliant. Uh, and one of the details I loved the most was, you know, there's a pool in the backyard. And there was rippling Water, like, light off the water.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I back. love
0: yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the music was so awesome. It was just iconic pride. Did it know?
1: take place during pride? No, but it was...
0: It, the, all the characters were, were gay. So it was centered on on a lot of just gay relationships and gay issues. Okay. So um, the acting was fantastic. It just felt very real, very open, just natural. Uncomfortable truths and conversations regarding gay culture and friendship in general were had, which I really appreciated. Why? There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of greatness and good things in the gay community and the gay culture, and I know I can't speak as being a, let me say, see if I got this right, a cis straight man. Is that correct?
1: gendered straight man thank you
0: that's the way to define it but this pointed out that there's these like stereotypes that make particularly gay men feel like i have to look a certain way i have to act a certain way you know and these men are 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 aging and like one is Consumed with their social media feed, and I have to look a certain way and act a certain way, and, and overall consumes them and removes them from it. He doesn't realize like this guy that followed him, his friend that followed him across the country, maybe in love with him, and no, that can't be it. And so he uses him, and doesn't realize that he's using that relationship and exploiting it. You know, and just pointing out these negative things that do exist within okay. the community that that are peddled. Mm-hmm. You know, and also pointing out that like, I don't know, stereotypes that continue to get thrown around in the community and, and really just being like, these aren't okay to continue. Okay. We should be a little bit more accepting about da. da, da. With all the crap that we've had to deal with and put up with, really, we're going to start to hate within our own group. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, man, like that's fantastic. Um, And there's a great message, too, from the older gay man who like owns the the house that they're renting he is a conservative Um, and I'm trying to remember the line where he's like that's the thing about your generation like you all want to be accepting and embracing of everyone and everything until they disagree with you and then we can't accept that and I wanted to be against him because I was like yeah but you were conservative and you are in favor of he who must not be named Bah, 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 bah. but when he just put it that way I went that's a really good point <laughs> like there is this entire generation that yeah you're fighting the good fight but also it's kind of like that interview I did with uh, Devin and Kirk from Garbage Man where in their show they're saying we need to listen more to each other that's the purpose that's the message of their show we can't put blinders on and block everybody out we need to listen more and I was like We want everyone to be accepted and and to da-da-da-da-da. But until someone disagrees and then they're wrong. Mm -hmm. We don't take the time to listen and maybe we're the ones that are wrong. And I was like, okay. Don't you make me think on a Wednesday evening. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was a really great night out and I loved it.
1: Sadly, this show closed on April 24th, 2022.
0: Up next, we head a few blocks down to the Chain Theater to see their latest show, Garbage Man. We talked a lot about this already because we did The Whisper in the Wings with Kirk and Devin, mm-hmm. Kirk Kaskowski and Devin Anderson, who star in it. Um, so, not going to spend a ton of time going on about this, but I'm going to spend a ton of time. It was a really interesting show. Not going to give away everything about it either. Um, it's really well written, it's really well performed. Um, I really love that the set, so there's just be like cement blocks for, like, the wall and stuff. They're cardboard boxes. Huh. And I'm staring at these for a while, and I was like, oh, they're cardboard boxes. But I'm like, that's really smart. It didn't look cheap either, but I was like, that's really smart. But also, then I was like, oh, you're, you're Garbage man." Like, their, their set was, like, re- repurposed trash in a way. Mm-hmm. But not, like trash trash you know what i mean And yeah. i love that a lot of their other set pieces that they needed was like a bench and a parking meter and that they were hidden under blankets and stuff like that so hidden in plain sight kind of thing
1: oh i love that
0: yeah um very simple set great lighting like it's just simple design but perfect for the space in the show
1: i love that in a show
0: um they're a perfect comedy duo you know they've got the straight and crazy character thing down which is great um, the subject matter can get heavy. I mean, it really can. Um, but overall, it's quite. It's a dark comedy. Okay. You know. Um, and like I said in the interview, like I'm riding the wave in Act One. I'm like, I know exactly where the show's going. I know I got this. And then when right before we get to the intermission, I was like, a baking powder? What? Like, <laughs> we're going where? You know? And um, it. Yeah, it it didn't... I wasn't expecting this when I got my ticket. When I just looked at the synopsis, I thought we were just dealing with the one issue of, you know, the one guy needs a gun. That's what I thought we were dealing with. and
1: Then there was this whole other layer.
0: uh, There's a whole other show, and I was like, that's what a good show will do. They'll lure you in with this. You need to come see this. And then, by the way, womp. you know. um, The costumes... They were perfect for them. You know, uh, Dan, Dan Mandana, just looked like a slobbish frat, middle-aged bachelor. Okay. And then Buddy just looked more put together, but like still like a middle class, kind of like my wife dressed me a little. Um, And then they used mixed media. They were, had these TVs that would introduce the scenes, like, you know, a few weeks later or something. But there were also Korean uh, dramas being played on it, which come into play in the show.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, so when we arrive you know when i when i showed up the korean dramas are playing and i was like i don't
1: what did i get in what i don't is know this? why
0: this is playing but at the same time i found myself like i'm reading my program and then i'm like i am strangely sucked into this and when you learn why damn Bandana's into this then you're like oh my god i'm into this now okay and now i'm like i want to go watch korean like dramas like i could get into this um Yeah, it just, in the end, it's a heartwarming tale of two friends that, well, two murky friends. Okay. And that's a great play on the show.
1: Sadly, the show closed on April 16th, 2022.
0: And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin.
1: Be sure to tune in to our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday.
0: So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones.
1: Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about that theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe.
0: You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at StageWhisperPod.
1: And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com.
0: Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by John Bartman and Billy Murray.